Welcome to the She is Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Laura McLean, and I will be interviewing unstoppable women who are doing big things, making a massive impact, and changing the world. I hope you are ready to be inspired and start going after your biggest dreams. Our next guest is an elementary music teacher turned best-selling children's book author. She has been published by Disney and Penguin Random House and has even self-published her own books. She now helps other women who are aspiring authors publish their books through her business, At Home Author, where she and two other teachers turned authors help take the stress and overwhelm out of the process. Please welcome my next guest, Miss Vicki Weber. Hi, Vicki. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy you're here. Whenever I saw your email, I knew I needed to have you on here because in the small business moms group, we get questions about writing books all the time and not necessarily just children's books, which we do have a lot of people that have reached out or asked questions about wanting to write children's books. And actually one of my very best friends has talked to me about wanting to write a children's book. And so she is going to love that you're here, but others too that, that want to be authors, regardless of if it's a children's book or not, but why don't you just share with everybody, like how you got started and where you are today. So just start sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, so long story short, I always wanted to write a children's book. Um, I, you know, thought being an author would be so cool. And I had all these ideas, but I also thought it was just one of those things that people dreamed about and then never did. Like, you know, people will say like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, play this sport professionally, even though there's someone who then never ends up doing it. Or I thought it would just be a pipe dream and something I would look back on and wish I had done. And that was it. But my husband has like a million hobbies and he's great at all of them. And so one day he's doing one of his very many hobby things. And he asks me, well, what's something you've always wanted to do that you've never done? And I didn't hesitate. I'm like, I want to write children's books. And then he asked me, he said, well, why haven't you done it yet then? And I'm like, well, because he was like, but because why, like, why haven't you tried? I'm like, cause I can't do that. And he's like, well, why not? And honestly, I just didn't have a good reason, um, for why I hadn't even attempted to do something that I, I literally wanted to do and dreamed about. <laughs> so, uh, I started researching like crazy. I spent about a year maybe a little bit longer, um, researching before, um, publishing my first book. And, uh, what I quickly learned was that the information that's out there on the internet, there's a lot of it. And it's a lot of information. There's a lot of conflicting information. It's not all nice and neat in one place and it can be overwhelming and confusing, which is why it took me so long to do the research stuff. But then when I even published my first book, it was a complete flop. My first three books, in fact, were complete, complete failures. <laughs> um, and they do okay now, but they didn't go well to begin with. But I am as stubborn as they come. And I was determined to figure out, well, why weren't they working? What could I change? What could I do? Because this is a dream of mine. And I did all of this while teaching full time. And, um, and then I found out I was pregnant. And so now I was juggling teaching and being a soon to be new mom and trying to 
get this dream of mine off the ground. And I ended up coming up with a repeatable strategy um, for writing and releasing books. I really learned what I was doing. And that enabled me when I did have my daughter in April of 2021 uh, to not go back for my maternity leave. So I was able to write full-time um, starting then. And by that point, I had so many people asking me questions about like, well, how did you do it? Because by then I even had a book through Disney. I got to work on um, the book version of Disney's Encanto. So they sent me like movie scripts and like the character design and stuff like that before the movie was even announced to the public. It was really, really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it was an opportunity I I definitely never would have had if I hadn't taken the leap. Um, but even with me taking the leap, I never thought that, that was even a possibility. So yeah, so by that point, I left teaching. Um, I got to stay home with my daughter more. I was writing full time. And so people kept asking me, well, how did you do it? You know, I've tried writing a book and it didn't go well, or I want to, and I don't know where to start, or I tried researching and this is really confusing. So I partnered up with two other um, former teachers, also moms, turned children's book authors, and the three of us started a coaching company to do exactly that, to put all the information that we wish was all in one place, to put it all in one place, um, to you know write content, create content and videos that are easy to follow because we can't escape the teacher. <laughs> right. Once a teacher, us. always so. a teacher. Exactly. So, um, so that's kind of leads me to where I'm at now. I now have over 19 children's books. Um, I, uh, you know, work at home author with the, with Brittany Plumeri and Chelsea Tornetto. Um, and we create stuff to help people on the side and I'm expecting baby number two. Uh, he should be here in about a month. So oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. How exciting. So I have some questions, so many sure. questions. So what was it like? You were a full-time teacher mm -hmm. and you started writing and your first three were a flop. So what did it look like to take that risk and go full-time? Was Did you do a lot of research to try to get to that point? Were you scared whenever you did it? What What did that look like for you? Yes, with, with my first three books, the the problem that I ran into was I always thought, you know, you just create really good content. You write a really good book, you create a really good book, and then like people will come. And that's not how that works. <laughs> if you're in any business, note to self, that's not how it works because people can't, you know, they can't buy from you. They can't support you. They can't do any of those things if they don't know that your product exists or that your business exists or your services exist. So it's not as simple as like, oh, I'll just create this really great thing or I will just start this, you know, really helpful business or I will just take this endeavor and then wait for people to show up. It's it's not going to happen. You have to make it happen. So um, that was really one of the biggest issues that I ran into. I didn't realize how many marketing things I needed to be doing much earlier on. I didn't know um, like how the puzzle pieces fit together from much earlier on, like as far back as writing the book. Uh, and I didn't have any kind of strategy in place. And so 
no matter what you're going into, whether it's writing a book, starting a business, it's not enough just to know the how-to. You have to develop a strategy that works for you, who you're trying to target, for your budget, um, for your schedule. Because if you're flying by the seat of your pants, you're not going to be able to repeat that process with a new product or you know, a, a new audience. You're not going to be able to tell what worked and what didn't or what worked, but you can improve on. Um, so that was really where I was lacking there. So with my fourth book, I actually developed a strategy. Um, I took a lot of business courses because before, again, I was just learning from random places online. I was also learning from novelists, which novels are very different than children's books. So there were only so many things that applied um, to what I was doing. And before I wasn't differentiating, I wasn't looking at things more critically uh, to determine what advice to leave and what advice to follow. So with my fourth book, when I actually figured everything out, with that book release, I made about $15,000 in profit. Um, and while I didn't necessarily go into writing for the money, you know, again, it was just a dream of mine. Having a return on my investment just meant that now I can continue to create the materials that I wanted to make to make an impact. Like I wanted to change kids' lives. I wanted to create children's books that didn't exist and represent characters that didn't exist. I couldn't do that if I was constantly taking money out of my own pocket, my family's pocket to fund this dream. I needed my dream to fund itself. Um, so with my fourth book, you know, I finally saw, okay, I'm doing something right. This is possible. This can fund itself. And from there, I was able to then follow that process with every book I released since. So when it came time to my maternity leave ending, it was a huge risk still because freelance is very different than something stable. I'm not usually a huge risk taker. Um, and I had this brand new baby to support. I didn't know if my success was going to be long-term. I didn't, you know, know how things were going to grow or shrink or what the industry was going to do. And of course it was in the middle of a pandemic. Of course. <laughs> Why not? Best time to take risks, right? Um, so it was not an easy decision at all. It was very nerve wracking. I remember after calling my principal the whole week after, my husband had to talk me off an emotional ledge to not call back and say, just kidding, I was kidding, take me back. Um, but what I found was within that first month of being home and that first month of you know, writing full time, I was so much happier. I was not only doing what I loved, I was spending more time with my family. I was making more money doing it because now I had more time to commit to it. I wasn't divided up so many places. And I think the biggest push for me was I knew that if I had stayed in teaching when I did, I knew that I couldn't be the mom that my daughter deserved. My attention was going to be split too thin you know, I was, uh, my hand was going to be in too many pots. I was going to be too stressed. There's not enough hours in the day. I knew that 
you know, that I, I couldn't be what, what I wanted to be for her if I had stayed. And so that was really what tipped me over the edge into taking the chance. And it completely changed my family's life. So it's something I would do again, even as scary as it is. That's amazing. I love it. So how many books did you say you've written? Now I'm at a little over 19. <laughs> I've written a lot more, but I have at least 19 published. Um, I've got more in the works. I have one releasing next month. I have one being illustrated right now. I've got a couple on submission to to some publishers. So I always have at least several in the works at a time. So how many do you try to do? How long does it take to write a book for you typically? It depends on the book. I found that like some books, when an idea comes to me, writing them takes maybe a few weeks. Like it comes very, very quickly. The ideas flow, the feedback makes sense from other people and making changes is really easy. Um, Other books, especially if they're really close to your heart or they're sentimental, making decisions and changes is, is more difficult than you'd think. So I have one book that took me almost a year to write because I was so you know, oh, do I want to do that? Oh, do I want to change this character? Do I like this dialogue? I was just more nitpicky than I needed to be. And, you know, I wasn't always as receptive to feedback because it was more personal. So I would hem and haw a little more and take my time. So it really depends on the on the book. Children's books are pretty short, but they are, they still need a lot more work than you'd think. Because when you write a novel, you have you know, tens of thousands of words to develop a character and describe your scenery and, you know, get your plot going. In a picture book, you still have to have character development and action, but you have a limited word count to do it in. Mm -hmm. And your book has to appeal to children and adults. So it's just a different challenge. (laughs) So you said that you're, you have some out to publishers right now. So you're going through like a publish a publishing company rather than self-publishing. Is that right? So I've been published both ways, okay. um, which is part of why I have so many books. So when you um, are traditionally published, the publisher handles the production for you and it's 100% free. Um, but it is more difficult to break into and it takes a little bit longer because they're working on their schedule. When you self-publish, you are the publisher. So it's pretty expensive to do. Um, and you have to then be the expert in everything. Like you have to handle every step of the production. You have to, um, you know, outsource anything you're not capable of doing yourself. Um, so that's part of the reason why I have so many books now is I, I have been published both ways. Um, and that's one of the other benefits to the at-home author company is a lot of other companies will only teach one publishing route or the other. What myself and my two colleagues have found, though, is the more you know the industry as a whole, the more well-rounded of an author you are, period. So um, even if you only choose one route or the other, if one route is right for you and the other is not, understanding the other side of the industry makes a huge difference in your success as well. Do you have any advice on how someone would choose which way to go? So there are pros and cons to both routes. And honestly, my biggest advice to this is to ignore other people. (laughs) That that sounds silly, but there's so many gurus out there who will say self-publishing is best and here is why. Traditional publishing is best and here is why. 
And the reality is that one is not better than the other. Um, because what might be a positive for me might be a negative for you. So there's the little things like traditional publishing is free. Self-publishing is expensive. Um, but there's so much more that goes into it too. Like traditional publishing is usually something that people who just want to focus on writing and that's it is best for. It also comes down to your personality type. I love being hyper involved in the production of a book. That's not the case for everybody. Therefore, self-publishing is not going to be right for everybody. So don't choose based on like your perception or what somebody else says. Don't choose based on, well, I think traditional publishing would be too hard to break into. So I'll just self-publish because then my book will exist. Well, if that's the only reason you're choosing it, are are you going to do the best job of you know, producing and marketing it? Are you going to have the time? Are you going to have the funds? Is that book going to actually live up to your vision for it if that's the only reason you're choosing that route? So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, there's a lot of pros and cons, but the other consideration people don't realize is your author career does not have to be tied to one or the other, just your book. When you self-publish a book, that book is self-published. When a book is traditionally published, that book is traditionally published. But if you want to be an author, you know, chances are you have a lot of ideas and you have a lot of stories. And so you could weigh the pros and cons based on what type of book you have. Maybe you don't want to self-publish a children's book, but you want to self-publish a novel. You know, you could go the traditional route for your children's books and self-publish your novels. There's a lot, there's more than one path to success. And so you have to focus on what is best for you, your budget, your schedule, your time, and your family. So who have you been published by? Yeah, so Disney and Penguin Random House is the biggest one. Um, my agent is at East West Lit. So the books I have on submission don't have publishers yet. That means they're being submitted to publishers um, for placement. And then, um, and then, yeah, I've self-published a lot of titles as well. <laughs> That's awesome. So is it like a, for publishing companies, is it like a big world or are there like hundreds and thousands to choose from? Or is it like a small pool of publishers that you would choose from? So there are a lot of publishers out there, but most of them will not take submissions from authors. They'll take them from agents. So if you, if you want to be traditionally published, your best bet would be to first secure an agent, which again, traditional publishing is free. So it's not going to cost you anything up front. The thing people don't always realize though, is it's kind of like a job application. They have to accept you, not the other way around. <laughs> so um, you would do what's called query an agent and a query is like a job application. You've got almost like a cover letter. Um, explaining, you know, pitching your book and why you're the best person to tell that story. Um, and then there's other aspects of the, you know, quote unquote application where they'll ask things like, who's your target audience? What are some similar book titles? Cause they want proof that your book will sell. You know, they'll have you write a one sentence pitch. They'll have you attach samples of the book, things like that. So um, yeah. I love so much of your story. I think one of my favorite parts so far is just that your husband asked you that question, like, what is something that you've always wanted to do? And you've always known that you wanted to do this and then you went and did it. I just think that's so cool. And then you taught yourself how, 
you've written all these children's books you've been published by disney and penguin Round- random house you've self-published and then you came up with a strategy and then you started teaching other women to do the same and i just think that that's amazing and so how many women have you helped publish books at this point, I couldn't even keep track. <laughs> we've helped, we've, uh, at home authors been open since January of 2021. Um, and so we've helped hundreds of people at this point in some capacity of another, we get messages all the time from people saying, you know, I just got a bestseller tag, or I just got a message last week that said my book's not even published yet. I've already sold 300 copies. Um, I got one a month ago that was like, oh my gosh, my first, first month of publication, I sold 5,000 books. That's amazing. Um, so we get these all the time and, and every book's a little different. Every person's a little bit different, but not to be mean to myself, but there is absolutely nothing special about me that makes it so I can do this and you can't, you know, there's, there's nothing I've done. There is no like special industry connection I have. I don't have a, I don't have a trust fund in my back pocket. I don't have, you know, I don't have any of those things. I was just, you know, a, a a young teacher who wanted to make a difference, who had a dream, um, who became a mom in the middle of (laughs) said dream. And all I really wanted at that point was to make a difference and improve my own life and my family's life. So If you want to write a book, if you want to be an author, if you want to start a business, there's no reason that you can't. There's absolutely no reason that you can't. And the only person standing in your way is you. So kind of the next question then is, is, you know, what are, what are you going to do about it? Right. (laughs) I love that question. And we often are the, the thing standing in our own way. Mm -hmm. It's usually us and the fear and our mindset or not thinking we're good enough or that, you know, we can't do it. And you're right. That's just not the case. So I love your story. So what, tell me about your books. Have you told me about your books at all yet? So I have a couple, I write a couple of um different types of books. I'm uh I'm half Puerto Rican. So some of my titles are about like my heritage and my culture. Um, but uh, from my teaching days, I'm a former music teacher. So I had all these students who really loved like the interactive books, like don't push the button or don't let the pigeon ride the bus where they have to shake the book or push the book or yell at the character or whatever. And so I found that there were a lot of kids who loved music class, but didn't love reading. And me being a bookworm growing up, I was like, no, (laughs) reading is amazing. I just need to show you how amazing it can be. So I started writing books that kind of mesh the two. They um, combine music with interactive components. So my best-selling book um, is called Rhythm Rescue. And it's a girl who's a superhero. And to activate her superpowers, you have to clap the right rhythm. There's two rhythms throughout the book. And so the kids actually get to be a part of the storytelling and like help her along her journey. Um, I have other books that teach things like beginning songwriting, um, but they're all through a narrative storyline. So there is a character, there is a plot, there is a development. So you're learning alongside with the characters. So that's mostly what I write is either 
um, things based on my culture and my heritage um, and the history components there in picture book form, um, or I write musical books. <laughs> All the questions that I get from people in my group about wanting to write a book, what would you say? How do you begin? I would say that the most people that I've talked to that have actively been thinking about it have just started writing. And that is, to my knowledge, all they've done. So what else would you recommend other than <clears throat> other than that? Okay, here's my, my two-step plan for them. Step one, you have to just write. I know that like you're saying some people do. The biggest thing that gets in people's way, I see it all the time, is they'll say, oh, I want a children's book. How do I, how do I start? And I ask them, have you written? A lot of times they'll say no because they're either too scared or they tried and like whatever they put on the page, they didn't feel like was very good. So they deleted the whole document. Um, your first draft is never going to be good. It does not matter who you are. It does not matter. You could be famous. You could be a best-selling author already. You could be a complete newbie. It does not matter. Your first draft is just to get your concept down on the page. Because what really makes a book special is the editing and re revising that happens. But you can't edit words that aren't there. So step one, you have to just start with writing, even if it's bullet points, even if it's an outline, even if it's whatever. Start figuring out what your writing process is. And then decide on your publishing route. Because whichever route you choose, the steps in the process are going to be different. So if you want to be traditionally published, you're going to write your book and then you're going to have to do a lot of self-editing. You're going to um, go through like beta readers. You'll want to get outside feedback from as many people as possible and then optional, but you can hire like a developmental editor to go through and professionally give you some feedback before you start querying agents. If you're self-publishing on the other hand, after you write, you need to start getting it professionally developed, uh, professionally edited because the book is now going to be in production. So that's kind of the two-step plan is, is start with writing and decide on your publishing route. Because if you're not sure where you're going next, then you're going to, you might get the steps muddled. Um, and that's often where people fall for scams. There are a lot of publishing scams out there unfortunately. And they purposely prey on new authors who don't know what they're doing. So my quick tip for avoiding publishing scams, number one, if a publisher asks you for money, that's not a traditional publisher. Plain and simple. If a publisher reaches out to you, probably also not a traditional publisher because they have so many submissions that they're going through, they don't have time to reach out to authors. Uh, and if you're self-publishing, you are the publisher. So if somebody like, if I came along and said, you know, hey, you know, I'm a self-publisher. I, I, I'll self-publish your work. That's not a good thing because then that means I'm the publisher of your book instead of you, which leads to just very messy legal things and copyright things. And it's a logistical nightmare. So those are my tips for avoiding scams as well. The more you know about the different publishing routes in the industry as a whole, you're not going to fall for those things at all. So knowledge is definitely power. After listening to you, I think there's no way I would not 
write a book and not go through the at-home author. It sounds like there is a lot to it. So there is, but I like to, I like to, um, compare it to things like other fields. Like if I just decided one day I'm going to go into it, well, first I need to obtain the skills, you know, to do that. So writing a book is no different. You don't need experience. You don't need a degree. You don't need any of that, but you do need the knowledge and the skills to back up what you're doing, you know? So I'm really excited to be a part of that for so many people and to provide that for so many people. Cause it's something I wish I had, Um, when I first started same with Brittany and Chelsea too, they were, they were both over the moon when we started because they were like, oh my gosh, yeah, it was really frustrating starting. I wish I had stuff to skip over that, but that's really all it comes down to is just obtaining the skills. And if you can do that, then yeah, sky's the limit. And I love that you keep comparing it to starting a business and you did both very close together. So I assume (laughs) writing a book is a lot like starting a business. You had to learn you know, X, Y, Z to be able to get to the next step. And I feel like starting a business is very similar. And you won the biggest thing standing in your way is fear. Then you got to get past that and then you can do anything, but you still have to obtain the knowledge and the skills to do so. Absolutely. Well, even with businesses, you know, someone will say something like, oh, it's so easy. You just build a website and then you build a funnel and then you drive traffic. Ta-da, the end. Well, any business owner is going to tell you there's so much more nuance to that, you know, so it's no different with a book. Yeah, you write the book, but there's there's a lot more that goes into it. Yes, you pick your publishing route, but there's a lot more that goes into it. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to to take a chance because anything that you do is going to be work, you know. So if you're passionate about something, it's not going to feel like work as much. So. Yeah, I love that. I love that for it. you seem, you light up when you talk about it and you seem <laughs> like you really love what you do. So that I love seeing that. So if somebody were to want to work with at home author, what would they expect? Um, is it like one-on-one coaching, group coaching courses? Are you with them? Is one of the three of you with them every step of the way? What's that look like if somebody wanted to start working with you? Yeah. So all three of us have different specialties. So no matter what somebody needs help with, with the publishing process, they're always going to be with somebody who is the expert in that area, um, which is another positive. That's why a lot of other companies need to niche down further um, and only teach self-publishing or only teach writing or only teach whatever. Um, So that's one of the biggest positives with us is because there's three of us and we each have a different specialty, we're able to always support those needs, um, as they come, uh, as far as like our actual services, we do have individual coaching, which is application only. Um, you know, it's, that's a lot of hours it's meeting with us weekly and it's all curriculum based because we're teachers. So we do have an application process, um, just because that way we make sure we can focus, uh, all of our time and energy on people who are you know, going to put into the, going to put in the work who have the time to put in the work. And also there's only so many hours in the day. So we can only take on so many individual coaching clients. Our most popular programs though, are our courses. Our courses, um, many of them come with group coaching calls. And so you don't only get advice from experts. In addition to the course, you also get a supportive community. Um, And then we have lots of 
free resources, blog posts, YouTube videos, you name it. So we have a little bit of something for everybody. <laughs> awesome. So if somebody wanted to find you, either um, you personally or at home author, where would they go? Well, you could you could Google Vicki Weber and you will find a lot about me. Um, my author website is VickiWeber.com. That's where you can find all of my books, any of my resources for that, author visits and things like that. And at home author, you'll find everything you need at athomeauthor.com. And I will link all that in the show notes for everyone as well. Thank you so much for coming on today. I just love your story. And I'm so excited that everybody gets to hear from you. And um, you're just a bright light. And I love that you went and did something that you were passionate about. And I think that just, it's inspirational for everyone. Well, thank you again for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the She is Unstoppable podcast. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review. My two boys are tracking downloads and reviews with a sticker chart, so your support will definitely bring a lot of joy to my home. For more information and resources, be sure to visit our website at www.lauramcclainandco.com. That's where you find everything for She is Unstoppable and Small Business Moms. We also have a personal development and business book club, a membership, and a t-shirt club. And I would love for you to join if you are interested in growing with an amazing group of like-minded women. Until next time, don't forget, you are unstoppable.